Blog Talk Radio. You diving right into social media, and for those of you who have not been around on this show before, let me give you a little bit of heads up. It's your one hour of therapy once a week with Tom Stevens. That is me, a psychotherapist here in Houston, Texas, who works with children, families, teenagers, couples, all kinds of different things over the past 20 years. And I want to bring you the knowledge I have from my experiences there, also let you have a chance to hear from other people out there in the world who have their own life experience on Pacific we talk about. And today it's social media, and not just social media, but social media from a teenager's. That's right, we have middle today in the house. Next week we're going to have high school in the house so that we can talk about different age levels and what social media is. Parents, if you listen to a show, this is a show to listen to. What you can learn about is what is good and the bad of social media. What are those apps out there that everybody's talking about? And how is it that these children learn about all the technology and all the things to download and to have on their phone and to keep hidden on their phone and to get away with it on their phone they can't even keep up with? Well, today is your got some students who are middle schools are going to kind of shed light on their knowledge of social media. And let me tell you, there are some people who are so knowledgeable of every single app that's out there and use them for great things. And then there are some adolescents out there that do use them for not such great things. And parents, you've got to be educated. It's not enough just to say my child wouldn't do that or I don't think that's going to happen. And parents, if you have a question today, you need to call in or a comment of an experience you've had, you need to call in. The phone number here is area code 347-838-9737. Once again, get a pen, write it down, area code 347 838 9737. Push the number one when you call in, and it will get right in to us, and you will get on the air. We'll get your name. We'll get your question. And if you're worried about people knowing who you are, people tell me that all the time. I run into them in public. They're like, I don't want people to know who I am. Well, then give yourself a different name. (laughs) Do something. But your comments and your questions are valuable, and we want to have a good time today with all the social media stuff, but also shed some serious light because the research is all over the place about how dangerous social media is, as much good as it can bring to our world. The great news today, everybody can know and you can pass around to everybody else you know, is the app for our practice here at Tom Stevens Counseling Offices is out, finally. You can go to the Play Store, you can go to the Apple Store, the App Store, and just search under Tom Stevens. It will pop my picture up, and you can download this app, which has information about who we are. It has an expert section where you can actually send an email with a question, and we can answer it on the app, or you can go back and see the answers later to all kinds of parenting and family issues. You have a video section where you can see videos that I've put up about different ways to parent and do relationships. You can even schedule appointments on this new app now, which makes it smooth, easy, 
and a piece of cake. So go to the Apple Store or go to the Play Store and download that app today and send it along to friends when they want to know of a cool place to go. Oh, you can also link to this talk show. This talk show is for y'all. We are going to go into social media. I'm going to ask very clear, direct questions of my guests today. They are ready. We have Kate and Grace lined up today that are going to tell us the inside scoop when it comes to social media. And I even have more inside scoop because there is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Flickr, Tumblr, Snapchat, Vine. There are so many different social media apps out there, and I'm not sure parents even know all the ones that are out there. But by the end of the day, you will know a whole lot more than you did at the start of the day. So even if you're listening to this and somebody else you know wants to listen to it, tell them to go back later because you can actually go now to the iTunes store and download all of these shows for free. So all you got to do is go to the iTunes store, go into the podcast section, and type in Tom Stevens, and I'm telling you, all these shows will pop up. It is so cool to get this out there now. So without further ado, I'm going to give you the phone number one more time. You want to call in and ask a question, do it. Then I'm going to go to Kate, our first guest, and just dive right in. It is 347-838-9737. Once again, 347-838-9737. I'm going to tell our guest today not to worry about telling where you go to school or what neighborhood you live in, but what I would like to know is kind of a little bit about age, grade, and uh, experience when it comes to social media. So, Kate, are you there? Yes. Oh, Kate, so good to have you. Why don't you tell everybody out there, first of all, how old you are, what grade you're going to go into here in August, and um, whether you're in, like, public school, private school, home school, what's your school situation? Well, I go to um, school, and uh, I'm going into seventh grade, and I'm 12. All right, seventh grader, right smack dab in the middle of public school. And let me just tell you, you have social media down, I'm guessing, right? I mean, do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Okay, do you know all the different apps that are out there? When I started mentioning Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those different things? Yes. Okay, tell me the apps that you have on your phone that are social media related, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all that stuff. Any of those? Uh, I have Instagram, and I also have mm-hmm. Snapchat, but with Snapchat, it's on my mom's phone. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about that. Why would the Snapchat be on your mom's phone? Well, I had Snapchat, but I didn't ask my mom at first. And uh, she finally told me that uh, I could have it, but I could have it on her phone. So every time I want to use it, I just go and ask her, and she normally says yes. And can I tell you, Kate, the number of teenagers, middle school students, high school students I talk to, that tell the same story, they've downloaded this or they downloaded that, the parents didn't know, and isn't it easy? I just want you to educate parents out there how easy it is for anybody who has a phone to download different apps because most of them are free without anybody even knowing, right? It's pretty easy. Yeah. And have you ever seen any dangerous apps like, oh, wow, this could get me into trouble? Um. No, but, like, I've, I've heard stories with it, but that's never happened to me. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to ask you about, let's go to Instagram, what's the good and the bad to Instagram? Like, the good of Instagram is being able to see what your friends are doing and uh, your friends seeing what you're doing and, um, like, learning more stuff about your friends and other things. But then the bad thing is, like, um, whenever – you might feel, like, left out and stuff. I have heard so many teenagers say that. It's like it's really cool to stay in touch and see where people are and what they're doing and see pictures of where they're at. But then all of a sudden, if they're with certain friends or if they're going certain places or if you weren't included, it all of a sudden starts like a bad thing. But also, 
can Instagram be used for like any bad pictures? Can those be no. sent back and forth? Me and my friends, we don't do it, but like some other people might do it, but I don't follow them and I don't know what they're up to and stuff like that. So basically, it's just like Facebook, but what I've heard from teenagers today is Facebook's kind of not their deal. They don't really do that anymore. It's more Instagram now, right? Yeah. Okay. So Instagram, fairly safe as far as the danger goes. It depends on who's following you and who you're following. Same as Facebook. What about Snapchat? I have heard some, all kind of different stories about Snapchat. So tell me the good and bad of Snapchat. Like the good of Snapchat is um, it's kind of like Instagram where you can see what your friends are doing and what you're doing and that you only have your friends on there because um, if you add somebody, the person has to add you back. So it's kind of like you have to know each other. But then the bad of it is that um, you might get your feelings hurt or your parents can't look at it, which my mom doesn't like that. So that's why she took it off my phone. This is one that you can send things back and forth, and they delete after a certain period of time, right? Yes. Okay. Which is the danger for some kids who like to send inappropriate stuff back and forth? Uh-huh. Okay. What I, what I don't think parents realize that I like to educate them on with an app like Snapchat, because I think a lot of these apps are developed – for good, like they want it to be used for good and it's kind of cool, but they can be used for bad, that, that parents, just because these things go on there and delete after a certain period of time, whether it's 10 seconds or 10 minutes, it, it's still able to be grabbed. I mean, people need to know that, that if somebody out there happens to see that picture pop up, especially if it's inappropriate, they can actually pull it down before it deletes. And now all of a sudden somebody else has it. And I think teenagers and middle schoolers' false perception of this is, oh, I put something up there and then it goes away. Well, it doesn't necessarily go away. And so, Kate, you've got a good point of having that Snapchat on your mom's phone so that she's able to kind of be over that, right? Yeah, and she knows who I'm Snapchatting and she knows that um, I'm a good girl and I don't do that. And if I did do that and someone screenshots it, I'm going to be like the laughing stock of the school. <laughs> and you say, I'm a good girl, I don't do that. Do you know anybody who is not a good girl or not a good boy and does do that, though, in public school? Um, well, I don't know anybody who does that because um, I don't like to hang around with them. And my group of friends, like, they're all good and preppy and all that stuff. So. Okay. But you do know people that have tried and done different things that aren't so okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all around. It's out there, whether you're in public school, private school, I don't know, homeschoolers may be a little bit more sheltered from it. But it, whatever environment you're in, I think the thing to pay attention to is technology is moving faster than we can keep up with. And, Kate, you're going to know the apps that are out there and what they do probably faster than your parents. Is that right? Yes. And so I think the downfall, Kate, to your parents, which means same with me, it's the same as my generation, because I have a fourth, going into fourth grade, going into, we grow up with this. And so this is all new, and it's hard for parents to understand, wow, I need to, like, really pay attention to what's going on. And there's a lot of parents out there that I see that kind of let their children have, you know, whatever use of the phone, and it can become a pretty dangerous weapon, I would think, after a while. Yeah. Do you, Kate? Go ahead. Oh, okay. So um, in fifth grade, uh, that's when I really wanted Instagram, and I got Instagram in sixth grade. But the reason I wanted Instagram is because all my friends had it, and I felt really left out. And my mom would think that I would do something bad on it, and with my dad, too. They would think I would do something bad on it, and they know I would be private and, like, not do anything bad on it. But finally, they let me have it, and I, like, and I am on private, and I'm also, like, doing good things on it, and I'm following good people, and I'll, and... 
they're good people are following you back. So. And have you done anything on like I'd say Vine or any of those other video kind of clip places? I have had Vine before, but it was my mom didn't know about it and she took it off. But um, my brother has Vine, which is on my mom's phone, so I get to kind of go on Vine, but I don't have my own account. But yeah. my friends have Vine, so they they just take me. And same with Instagram. When I didn't have Instagram, um, it was fine for them to take pictures of me. It was just they didn't. Mm. My mom, my parents didn't want me to have an account. Do you know Kate of any as a going into seventh grade girl? Do you know any apps out there that are like that's bad? I should not have that, and that's not a good thing. Not really. Like there's one app called Whisper, and I think mm -hmm. that's stupid because you're sharing your own secret, which I think that's really stupid. Okay. Man, you are so good, Kate, because that was exactly what I was going to next. So it's Whisper. Parents, it's important to pay attention to all the different apps that are out there. Whisper, which is, Kate, do you want to explain what it is, like what you can do on it? Well, I don't really know what it is. I, my mom just talked to me about it, but I don't know how to use it. I don't know what it is. Okay, so... Basically, Whisper is a confessional. So it's a place where you go to confess weird, wild, crazy things, which I don't think is always that cool because why do I want to share all that with the outside world? But it's intended for people, typically, this is what the for 17 years and older, like it's intended for older people. But everybody can get around that. And the problem with it is um, you hear a lot of different secrets, and a lot of which, by the way, Kate, might not be true. They may just be people putting things on there. And the other part is it's pretty disturbing some of the stuff that goes on there that can kind of, um, you know, stir your mind up and, and make you a little bit confused. And I think that we need to pay attention to uh, the fact that what seems neat or Kate sometimes in middle school, I see kids who get together on a weekend or they're having fun, they've got their phones and all of a sudden they've downloaded something they put something on Whisper or Vine or whatever, and it's not okay, and then all of a sudden you can't take it back, you know? It's already out there. Yeah, you can delete it, but everybody's already seen it. So it's Everybody's like – and, and what happens when somebody else happens to save that or download it, and it's just a – do you know more, Kate, about social media than your parents do, do you think? Not really, but um, I do just a little because I'm the one that's using it. My parents are just the one that are looking over it. So sometimes yeah. I teach them how to use it, but I think I kind of like know more about it and all that stuff. Okay, so let me ask you this, Kate. Do you think the reason you learn about it and know more about it is because you hear from other people about different apps or the latest and greatest thing that's out, or do you actually just being on your phone and looking around and searching the app store or you happen to Well, like, um, yeah, like I just look around on my phone and try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's, it's really something, right, with phones. When you're bored or when you've got nothing to do or you want to just check things out, it's kind of like we used to do with music, <laughs> of just looking for different music. Now it's people want to see the latest app and things that um, that might be cool. So can you, Kate, tell me any advice you would give to parents out there who would say, Kate, I really don't look at my kids' phones. I don't really pay attention to what they're, you know, downloading or what apps they've got. they got a whole bunch of apps on their phone. I don't even know what they are. What would you say to parents? I would say that just kind of trust your kid, and if they do something bad, bad, you have to uh, take it away from them and make them earn that trust back. And you do have to look over their phones every once in a while, but when it's every day, there's nothing like, it's just going to violate a, a, a privacy, privacy thing. Ah, good question, Kate. So don't think parents should watch what you're doing on your phone every day. Wait, what? You don't think parents should watch what you do on your phone or what kids do on their phone, or should they? Um, well, my parents do look over my phone, and they look over my brother's phone, but um, I think parents should look over their kids' phones because 
they may have something that um, they don't want to have on their phones. Like, um, say you want them to have Instagram, but they have Instagram and Twitter, and you don't want them to have Twitter at this age, then you could, you're, you're the parent. You can be able to take it down. Whether your kid doesn't like your kid doesn't like it or not, you you're the parent and you own that phone and you're paying for the phone. So. Yeah, you know, I always tell uh, well, really all middle schoolers that regardless of of what you feel like your rights are or what you feel you are entitled to, and even when they pay for their own stuff, their own phone, their own gas, still own what is this the parent and my son who's in seventh grade uh, now going to eighth grade he still doesn't have instagram and dying to have instagram but here is my fear as a parent kate that everything gets connected to everything else and every app and your parents probably feel this way every app that you get that allows you to talk to your friends and see your friends and do pictures and all that makes them have to watch that much more i think that probably if I did a show with parents, they'd be like, it's exhausting to have to try to keep up with things because parents hanging out things afterwards, right, Kate? Like, oh, my gosh, you did this and you didn't even ask me? Yeah. So it's so hard as a parent to be able to keep up and watch for this. But, Kate, you've mentioned already today some really good apps that can be used really well, like Instagram, Facebook, You've mentioned some ones that are iffy, like Snapchat, that could be used for really good things, or it could be used for dangerous things. And then you mentioned Whisper, which kind of creeps over into the, you know, what's the reason we're actually going online writing our secrets, you know, that kind of thing. Kate, I just want to thank you for being on today and and sharing. Is there anything else you want to tell everybody out there about social media and just what maybe middle schoolers, what they should do or how they should handle it? Just go with the flow. Like, if something bad happens and you know that you have to take it off, just take it off for a while. And then when you kind of want to have it back, just kind of ask your parents to have it back. And um, and maybe it would be better, maybe it would be worse. Just whatever happens, go with the yeah, right. Yeah, I love it. Kate, thanks so much for being on the show today. Everybody, that is Kate. She a great job. What cool words of wisdom there to end on with go with the flow because uh, I think if I talk to parents, they would say um, that's not exactly our job because we have to keep up with what's going on. And I think for parents today, we probably concentrate a little bit too much on, well, my child wouldn't do that or they're not going to get involved in that. And I think most teenagers – get into trouble because of what they hear circling around them. And it usually comes from other people. It could be other friends, but it could just be people at school that they hear about this app or the way to do this. Really, once you get middle school and there are sixth graders that might be privy to conversations with eighth graders, or when you get into high school and it's ninth graders all the way up to twelfth graders, you just hear and you're exposed to more. And in my day and age when I grew up, we were exposed to a lot less. If you go to the iTunes store and you talk to um, uh, or look at one of my past shows last fall, I did on the most dangerous teenage trends out there today. You know, a lot of the trends and the danger, the risky behavior that teenagers have is because they see it done somewhere else. And so when this parenting generation grew up and there wasn't so much social media, they didn't have the example. But now you can get on YouTube, you can get on Vine, you can get on uh, all these video channels and learn about what all the latest risky behavior is. I even saw an episode of, I guess it was America's Got Talent recently, where they showed, and they're just people doing all different kinds of talent, trying to win a million dollars and be on the show. And there was this one act, I didn't see it, but I saw the clip for it, where they were actually practicing jumping over a moving vehicle that was driving towards them. Now, that's cool, and that's, that could be you know, magic-like in artistry, but I can't imagine how many kids and teenagers want to go try that. And so we have to be really careful as parents with what our children see, what they're exposed to, 
what they're watching because there are so many apps out there that allow them to talk to other people. And, and I think for parents to really just be on guard with the rules, the ground rules of how, are, how is a phone used, how is an iPad used, how is a tablet used, you know, because the days of computers have so pushed away that for younger generation, it's all what's in their hand. So when they leave the house, they have their computer. In the old days, when they leave their house, they don't have the computer. So we have to pay attention to that pretty closely. All right, my next guest is going into eighth grade. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you because she has been on the show before several times and is always awesome at what she has to say. And when it comes to social media, I can't wait to see what she has to say. Grace, are you there? I am. Great having you on because you're always honest. You've always got good feedback, and I know that you'll be able to talk to the parents out there also, just like Kate did, about some things. And I think it's kind of cool to see, you know, what was is now a seventh grader for Kate. Now you are going to be in eighth grade, Grace. Yes. Okay, so tell me your school situation. I'll say where you go to school, but where you're going to be in school in eighth grade, and um, kind of, you know, how old you are and all that stuff. Okay, um, I'm 13, and I've gone to private school since kindergarten, and I'm going to public school for the first time next year. Oh, man, going to public school. So you are – now, okay, I, I've got to ask you this as a side note. Are you thinking at all that, wow, I wonder what I'm going to be exposed to? Because I've always said, Grace, the same stuff that goes on in public school goes on in private school. The only difference is there are smaller numbers, and so you don't see as many but the same situation still happen. Are you concerned at all or thinking, wow, I wonder what it's going to be like to have thousands of people in my school now instead of hundreds, you know? Yeah, uh, sometimes it kind of like freaks me out, but also I think it'll be kind of a good experience because uh, like I want to be in theater, which will obviously have a lot of people in it. So I think it'll kind of just get me ready for like what I want to do. And so if you want to be in theater, that means you're around social media, I'm sure, watching videos and seeing posts yeah. and pictures and Instagram. Well, tell me the apps that you've got, social media apps, connections to the world. Um, I have Instagram, and I text all the time, and I used to have Vine, but I don't anymore. Because? Well, uh, one, I just kind of got bored of it, and I didn't really have that many friends on it. And it was just kind of something because I had, like, a dance teacher that had it. And so I got it for that. But then I got bored of it and stopped doing it because I only followed, like, one person. And, yeah, my mom knew about it, but I only had it for, like, a month. And so do you know, honestly, of appropriate and inappropriate apps that are out there? Like, do you hear about the different ones there are? Uh, Yeah, sometimes. Uh, Like, I know, like, Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and all of those. And uh, I've never had my own of Twitter, Snapchat, or Facebook, but I've used other people's, like when I'm at their house and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, so tell me the things that you think, like I had mentioned Snapchat and how it can be used, like um, not in a good way. And I think teenagers get – I think teenagers don't understand – what it's going to be like 10 years from now when you're in your 20s and trying to get a job and anything that's been posted out there on social media could potentially be there for the person you want to work for to see. And so it's real hard to know that um, – well, first of all, have you heard of Whisper 2 that Kate mentioned? I hadn't heard of it actually, but that sounds kind of weird and yeah, not something I want there, to do. There are plenty of weird ones out there. And, you know, I always wonder as a therapist, Grace, like how much do I tell people because some people don't want to know, but also uh, I think parents need to hear all the things that are out there because the kids are the ones that are learning about it. I mean, you all know more. Do you think you know more about social media, the apps, the what they do and how they work than your parents do? Um, I think, like I like to think so because I think that they're more – they're wiser about it, but I know how to operate them better, and I know, like, what their uses are more. 
but they know like the dangers of them a lot more than I do. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about your parents um, overseeing or having access to what you do with social media then. Um, they, I know at least my mom checks my phone all the time and sees basically everything that's on there. So, I mean, if there's anything bad going on, then she'll know about it and I'll be talked to about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so she sees everything. And it used to kind of bug me, but I understand why they do it because, I mean, I would want to see what my kid was doing on her phone or his phone. So. Isn't it hard? Because, Grace, when we grew up as parents, I'll say my generation, we had diaries, okay? I mean, that was, that was where people kept things. Now, many times your diaries are online because where you are, what you're doing, whether you had a good time, who you're with, all of that stuff is posted. You know, your status, of whether you're in a relationship or not, just so many different things. And I think, uh, does it ever get, well, what does it do for friends and peer pressure and clicks and groups as far as people being included or excluded? And like Kate said, do you ever see that with Instagram or something where you're watching where people are but maybe you're not included or you're not a part of it? Does that enter into the eighth grade world? Well, um, sometimes I know when people will like put pictures of them at a sleepover or something at on Instagram and then you'll see it and be like, oh, I wasn't there. But it used to bother me, but it doesn't anymore because – I know that it kind of just helps you communicate with people and helps you to tell them what you're doing and who you're with. And uh, even if maybe you're not one of them, it, I don't think it means they don't like you, which I kind of had to learn that. But I definitely think that it'll be it's a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing for those reasons. Because, I mean, I've posted pictures of me with other people and um, – I mean, of course, that can hurt people's feelings, but I think it can also show that person who you're with that you really do care about them. And, mm-hmm. and Grace, how old should someone be in order to, number one, have a cell phone, and number two, which I think, by the way, Grace, is going down year by year. It used to be people, well, when you're in high school, you have a cell phone. Then it was, well, you're in middle school, you have a cell phone. Now it's, I've seen kids, kindergarten, I mean, they've all got cell phones. How old should somebody be when they get a cell phone, and then how old should someone be when they can start getting nap and some the other stuff? Um, well, I think it kind of depends on their circumstances, because I got my phone because I was away so much at theater, and it kind of just came into this whole, like, social media part of it. But, I mean, if... I got it because I needed to talk to my parents and tell them, like, when I was going to be home and uh, if anybody's going to take me home or if they need to bring me, so, like, to bring me lunch or anything. So I think that it can be good for those reasons um, at a younger age, but if they're kind of just using it to have a phone and say that they're cool, I mean, I don't, I think it's kind of up to the parents on how old they think that their kid should be when they have their phone. So you're not going to give me an age, are you? I don't know. I mean, probably like <laughs> middle school at the youngest. Because okay. I know people so that have Instagrams that are like really young, and it kind of makes me is, upset. Is Instagram harmless? Grace, you know my eighth grade son now. I have told him, and his mom has told him, you know what? No on the Instagram. Are we being mean? I don't think so. Um I got Instagram for basically all of my theater stuff that I do. So if I am having a show and I want to post it so everybody can see and can come, um, Uh then they can see that and they can be like, oh, they can ask if they can go. And so then I can connect with my theater friends even after the show's ended and then after school's ended I can talk to my friends. But um, I think that it's important to kind of have restrictions on it. So like... I can't put my phone number on Instagram. I can't put any kind of, like, address or where I live or anything like that because it can be really dangerous. But I think that Instagram isn't harmless, but I think for me at least it's more helpful than it is harmful. Okay, so then maybe you can help me. Okay, because what I'm not worried about is my son doing something inappropriate or something that he would do, worried about who 
would connect to him. So on the social media, and a lot of parents would want to hear this from you, how is it monitored where you connect, where other people find you, where you find other people? Is it like Facebook where if you don't like them, then they can't see what's going on with you, or is it different? Uh, well, on Instagram at least, you can turn it on private, so you have to approve of someone following you before they can follow you. Um, and then if maybe someone follows you and then says something that you don't want to follow them for anymore, then you can easily, like, I guess block them so that they can't follow you anymore. But, I mean, also on Twitter and Snapchat and everything, you don't have to be friends with people that you don't know. Like on Snapchat, you have to approve it, and uh, the other person has to approve it as well. So I think that it's pretty – it's your choice who follows you and who you follow, I think, on most social media. So, so some of these are really good because you can keep them pretty tight, but other ones are fairly open, like when we mentioned the whisper thing earlier today and and some other things. So if – if kids are starting to get phones younger and younger and parents aren't really generally parents aren't watching as closely probably as they think they are because um, I know plenty of teenagers that are able to get around uh, any restrictions parents put out and still able to access social media things. What do you think parents out there need to know Grace like when it comes to social media like You've seen good and bad probably. You've seen kids who've done it in a good way and kids who've done it in a bad way. So what do parents need to know, like generally, just rules? I mean, I think it kind of depends on when you're situate the situation that your family's in, on what age they should have it. And also just I think it's important to check it and see what they're doing and make sure that nothing bad's going on. But I think it's also important to kind of trust your child to know that if, like, because obviously parents know their kid, and if they know that they won't really do anything bad but still check it to make sure of that, I think that it makes it a lot more safe. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's very important to, you know, trust them when they tell you that nothing bad is going on, but check it even just to make sure. Yeah, and, you know, I feel like we could have an elementary age show also, Grace, because it's not just, the Instagram, the Snapchat, the Whisper, the Twitter, the Tumblr, the, all those. It's like even for younger children, I've got a going into fourth grade son also, and even playing things like Minecraft, you know, like so many things kids play today are able to be connected to the world. Like you can play Minecraft just on your own by yourself, or you can connect it out there uh, over the Internet and, and be talking to other people. Same on Xbox, right, video games. Kids can connect to all people in the world. And that's what I think parents don't understand, all the ways that you can now get connected with the world if you let yourself and you don't just keep it to your friends. Yeah, like my brother, he played Minecraft for a really, really long time. And he would have his friends on there and then some people, maybe like his friends' friends that he didn't really know, and they'd blow up his stuff and it'd make him really upset. And I remember him kind of storming around the house, freaking out. But so I think it's kind of like a, it might be kind of bad depending on what's this, what the situation is. But I remember my brother being really upset about it. So, I mean, it can make people really upset. And younger children, I think we get, you'll know this as a 13-year-old when you were eight, let's say, younger children don't understand, why can't I have this? Like, this is not a big deal. They don't understand that maybe this, it's almost like candy before dinner. Like, why can't I eat some ice cream? Because your stomach will fill up and you will be full and you won't want to eat anything else, but your body won't really be full. That Kids, I think, don't understand how, what the dangers are of what they're about to do. And Grace, the hard part with apps and social media today, I think, is that the younger generation, your generation, knows more about it than the parent generation. And so parents can't say, well, you know what? You really don't understand. You can get into trouble with that. Well, why? Well, they don't know a lot of times why. They just would rather not go there. And I think parents need to be educated more on every single possible um, 
social media app that's out there. Have you heard of Kick before? I have, yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. I had one a really, really long time ago, but I don't have it anymore. How come? Um, well, I was I only talked to my friends on it, and I figured like I might as well just text them, so I just stopped. Can you explain and what it, it is and spell it? Um, well, Kick is it's like K I K instead of mm-hmm. like actually kicking someone. But it's basically kind of like texting, but I think it uses, like, less data or something, which is why everybody likes it. But it's really easy to delete stuff, delete conversations, and get rid of them if, like, something's on there that you don't want anybody else to see. Well, But it can still be out there, which is why I thought it was kind of, like, not a great thing to have, especially when I can just text mm-hmm. them anyway. So, yeah, that's why I but- don't have it anymore. Also, for um, for parents th- to know that you know pictures and things can be sent. Uh, there are a lot using Kick today, K-I-K. Put alter egos in there, like make up a name for themselves and become a different person. And it can be really, I, I guess, Grace. The thing I want to tell, maybe not somebody like you, but the pub- public is. Some of these things can be fairly addicting, just like a video game, you know, that can't get off, can't stop playing, that it, is, it draws you into another world. And if you go on something like Kick, which, you know, you can use and you can hide and you can keep uh, an alter ego, like make up a different name for yourself and get in touch with other people, and they send pictures back and forth a lot now, and it's become not what it was intended to be used for in the beginning. And I think if parents aren't understanding these different apps that are out there, same with Tumblr, right? You heard of Tumblr? Yeah, I've heard of it. I have friends that have it. Um, and I've, you know I've like, about seen it? it before. Yeah, I mean, I think pretty much it's just mostly for my friends. They mostly post, like, pictures and, like, funny sayings and stuff. So, but I don't really know about any kind of bad side to it because, I mean, mm-hmm. you can keep your – identity, I guess, kind of not, like, kind of a secret, which can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. But, like, my sister, Mm -hmm. a long time ago, she had MySpace, and I remember my mom telling me that she kind of created this other person and ended up turning into that person in real life, which, and it wasn't something that, like, she was, who, who she really was. So I think that it's important to, on basically any social media, media that, just be yourself, and mm-hmm. if someone's not comfortable with that, then that's not y- your loss. Yeah, and I think if parents can know, because Tumblr is a hidden thing and very difficult to track down. Um, it's like a hidden diary almost, but a lot with pictures pictures and videos, and can be used for good and can be used for terrible. But I, I wish parents would get something out of today that said, you know what? We need to have regular contact with our children, so it's not like, what have you been doing? You've been doing something bad. You're in trouble, Grace. It's more like, let's just talk about what's out there. You know, how are the different apps doing? What have you learned about it? And just learn to talk about it. And also, parents need to learn, terrible as this might sound to adolescents and teenagers, to do a sweep every now and then of what's going on. And I don't tell parents to... um, read every single text or, or look at every single thing that's on their computer or phone or their tablet or whatever. I tell parents more so just to scan. It's kind of like homework, not to go over every single problem to make sure you got it right, but to go over and make sure you did 1 through 25 or you read this and you wrote the, the answer to it. And I think parents need to stay in touch with that because otherwise you end up encountering it when it's a problem and the teenagers rebel and there's a big fight and a blow-up. And if parents – I tell my kids – and I showed this to my son recently, uh, Nicholas, he's in, going into eighth grade, that, you know, I can see everything that you do. And he was like, really? I said, yeah. Do you want to see? He said, yeah. So I pulled up my computer and I logged into this because I'm a big fan, Grace, of, of not really restricting. So, I mean, it's fine to restrict sites and so that you can't get to certain inappropriate things. I'm more of a fan of being able to see it and monitor it. And so I don't have to go in there for a long time, and then all of a sudden I might pop in just to kind of see what's happened. But I can see every single text and the words that are said. I can see every single 
app he's visited, website, phones that have been called, uh, the other people's responses, so that when teenagers delete texts and all that, this this doesn't affect that. It's still there. <laughs> so it, he kind of, his eyes got real big. <laughs> like, wow, you could see everything that it helps it helps him to be able to know it's being watched. And it's not that you're a terrible guy. It's that it helps me to always know that there might be a police officer waiting to see if I'm speeding on this road so that I don't just go crazy and do whatever I want to do. It, it's so important, I think, get off my soapbox, Grace, but just for teenagers to know, need to do their job. And their job many times is not being done if they just don't watch and say, Grace, you know, whatever you think, just do your best. They need to be able to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do you think? Um, I mean, my mom checks my phone all the time, and she sees she sees all of it. So, I mean, I have a lot of friends that don't feel comfortable talking to their parents and stuff about that, or they just, like, think they're too cool to talk to their parents about social media and stuff, and they think their parents won't understand. But I feel like it's it makes it a lot easier when I'm having trouble with a friend, like, if I said something that I didn't really want out there and then it got out there, it's easier for me to tell my mom about it or tell my dad about it so that they can help me with the situation um, rather than hold it in and, like, try to fix it myself, which can more than not make it worse. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to, like, talk to your parents about it. If you're in a situation where you need help, don't be afraid to talk to your parents about it and – almost all of the time they'll be able to help you get through the situation. And so advice that you would give, okay, let's say you're parenting, not you, Grace, but somebody else, some of your friends who maybe have gotten in trouble with social media or whatever. Like what should parents do out there to Um, change this? Because, you know, the apps are only going to get more intense. There's going to be more go. Yeah. Um, Well, for me, whenever, like, something happens on social media that maybe isn't, like, isn't what uh, my parents, like, want me to be doing, I'll either get my phone taken away or I'll have to, like, stop using that app for a while or stop texting that person for a while or something like that. Um, That's normally what happens, but it definitely has taught me a lesson, even with, like, I've gone on, like, texting and ranted and said stuff that, you know, like, I didn't even mean that I was just screaming everything out because I was angry at something, and then that person shows it to everybody and makes it look like I'm a terrible person, and I know I've learned from, like, experience that it can be dangerous and that you have to just watch what you say, and, I mean, if something does happen, like I said, definitely make sure you're talking to your parent, or I guess talking to your kid and know what's going on and even like you said monitoring what they're doing and making sure that everything is okay isn't it true that uh, you can get into uh, kids today can get into so much more trouble grace than ever before because if you go on a rant it's different than if you happen to just tell somebody over the phone man that person really makes me mad or or you know, tick me off or whatever. It's very different than when you text something and you've got print. And especially, Grace, talk about this, group text. You know, when things are sent to several people and all of a sudden you're a part of something that is not okay and can get in trouble for it and can get pinned for it if some wacky conversation goes across, like with group text. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I know a lot of times I used to screenshot my conversations with people and send them to, like, I don't know, my best friend or something. And then I realized maybe, like, that can be really dangerous because someone can do the same thing to you with maybe things you don't want other people to see. And I think that it's important. Like, I know now that I shouldn't screenshot people's conversations, like texting conversations or anything, because, I mean, on the phone, if someone says, like, oh, my gosh, that person's so annoying, and then you hang up and it's over. And, I mean, someone can, of course, go to them and be like, she said this, but they can't really have proof of that. But with texting, they can just show it to them. They can be like, here, look, this is what she said. And that can make it like ten times worse. Yeah. It's so important to know that with words that are put out or pictures that are put out, 
it's up to everybody else to interpret what it says. And so you might say something that you meant one way, and it's taken another. You might have a picture of one thing, but it's taken another way. And I always caution people uh, when it comes to, you know, modesty, humility, really being careful with, okay, if my parents were with me, would I still post this or would I still say this? And so I think teenagers have taken the old diary thing and turned it into, well, we can just put it online. And Grace is talking about really using it for the right reason, which is to show people what you're doing in theater or what your next event is or what you're going to be on. Or like today, to tell them you're going to be on Tom's show and everybody check it out. It, it's, it's good stuff instead of the bad. And so mm-hmm. what do you see teenagers getting in trouble with when it comes to social media? Like when they get in trouble, what do they do? Um, Is it posting pictures, videos? Are they um, spreading rumors about other people, cyberbullying through these different messages? What? Well, normally, at least for me and most of my close friends, it's normally for texting something that doesn't really reflect, like, a good message. Like, if you say something about someone else, gossiping and stuff like that, um, or saying even words that aren't good, like maybe just saying substitutions for curse words or even I've texted with people that will cuss and then I'll be like, I don't really want to talk to you anymore. But I think it can be kind of a wide spectrum of things. So if you, And like you said, people can misinterpret it. So even like your parents can misinterpret it. So that might make the kid mad like, oh, my gosh, my parents getting mad at me and there's nothing wrong with this, but they actually see the real reason for it and so I mean I think it's like if if a kid gets in trouble for social media to kind of discuss why because I mean it might be taken the wrong way and also most of the time like like I said for me and my friends it's for posting something that we don't we wouldn't want like our parents seeing and then they see it Mm -hmm. and they get mad yeah that's what's really hard, isn't it? Because you want to be able to use that to put something out there. Uh, but there's a line between what's appropriate and what's not. And I also do think parents should not overly monitor and take that seriously. Overly monitoring means watching every single text, watching every single website, watching. And I understand if kids are going to the wrong places or doing the wrong things. They just shouldn't have it. It's like a video game. If I tell you to get off of that video game and you start throwing remotes and and going crazy, well, maybe you don't need that right now. And so taking a phone away, Grace, is it not like taking oxygen away from a teenager? Like if your phone is gone, you've got no access? Uh, Well, okay, so I... I used to, like, whenever I got my phone taken away, it would make me really upset, and it would get me in way more trouble because I would just scream and be really upset and get mad at my mom and dad, and it would be bad. But then um, a while ago, I don't remember what it was for, but I got my phone taken away for, like, a longer amount of time, and it made me realize, like, I don't really need it that much. And I'm not saying, like, take your kids' phones away for a month and a half. (laughs) But, I mean, I think it's important for, like, them to, for, like, kids to realize that, it's not your oxygen and it's not everything, but it is a good tool to have if you don't overuse it and use it in the wrong ways. Because, like, I know I don't have a Twitter or Facebook or anything, and I've begged my parents for it, and I've been like, Mom, I really want this, and I really want this account and this account. And, um, I mean, because of maybe things I've done on Instagram or texting or anything like that, I don't get those, but... I think it's important to realize that you don't need them, but they're a good tool. Yeah, so you heard it, everybody. Grace said, parents, take the phone away. The rest of the summer would be good. That's about a month and a half, right, Grace? And let's let <laughs> all teenagers go without it for a month and a half. Did You, you did is, say that, right? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> definitely hard. It wasn't something I enjoyed not having it, but when no I got problem. it back, I would like – kind of didn't use it as much and I was like I don't really need this but of course I mean don't I wouldn't take it away for no reason like I mean just Mm because I said that don't just be like hey can I have your phone for a month and a half (laughs) like I don't think that's 
to do. But, but I'm telling you, Grace, that's where parents get in trouble because they find something that's shocking or that they don't like, and all of a sudden, and it creates this big, bad problem. Instead of one of the best rules, before I let you go, because I was going to say that afterwards, is to have ground rules and to talk ahead of time of grace, this or this or this happens. This means you won't have the phone. It's kind of like a car. If you choose to come in past the curfew time, whether you're saving somebody's life, which is usually the case, or whether you ran out of gas, you have come back after curfew time and you will not be able to use the car the next weekend. We need to know that ahead of time so nobody's fighting. And what happens with parents, Grace, is they come home, they find out something with social media, and then they have this panic, and they start yanking things away from kids, and it doesn't help. So yeah, that's, that was good. Yeah, I think that's important, like, not to yank everything away, but to still, like you said, have ground rules so they know that if they, so they'll, like, know before they do it not to do it because, I mean, we, my family has, like, ground rules, so don't put your phone number online, don't put your address online, all of, like, basic stuff, and then there's a few more, but I know that if that if I do break any of those rules, I will get my phone taken away, so it's not a surprise to me if it happens, which I think is really helpful in not making me freak out and explode. <laughs> so, right. But I think also, like, I personally think social media is – can be a really, really good thing because of, like what I said earlier, the communicating and telling people about what you're doing and um, encouraging people, I think. Um, and also, like, about the whole Snapchat thing, this is kind of off topic, but I'll say it really quickly, that I think it can be bad because you can't see it, but as and it can be screenshotted and sent to other people, but as long as you use it wisely and as long as you don't send things like think before you send is like one of my like family's kind of thing that if you send it and it's out there it's out there and it can't be taken back um because people exactly. will see it and screenshot it sh- screenshot it and show it to people and um so i think that you have to be wise about it but if you do know what you're sending before it, you send it and know what might happen to it and know that it can't hurt anybody's feelings or anything. Like sending a weird selfie on Snapchat, like of you making a weird face, is not going to hurt anybody's feelings. But sending something that's not very appropriate or that doesn't reflect what you want you people to think of you, that can hurt you and other people. So I just think that with all social media, I think they're all a good tool that are meant for good, but you just have to be wise about what you put on them. Grace, beautifully said, as always. Great information, good for parents, and really honest. So, everybody, that's Grace. Thanks so much, Grace, for being on the show. Love having her on Thank here. You. You, you were phenomenal. I want to be able to tell parents, stay educated. And whether that means you look at it online and check out what the different apps are, whether that means you have a professional like what I do with parents every day, to educate them on what's happening and what rules are and how to have family meetings. and It always helps. I'll say this as a therapist. A mechanic would say the same about cars. To have a profession in your pocket that you can say, what do I do to communicate this to my teenager or to set up ground rules? Because we haven't done it for 13 years, and now all of a sudden we need to really do this. To have somebody on your side that can help explain it and set it up, it's good to have. Great show today. I thank you so much to Kate for sharing all this great middle school knowledge when it comes to social media and being able to um, just be able to still have fun with the apps, but use them for the right reason and for Grace to be able to share all the, the knowledge of how it affects parents and friends and relationships and things like that. It's a great thing. So tune in next week because next week is social media from a teenager's perspective, the high school edition. We're going to have high school students on, and that's going to up your game, people. So if you've got a high school student as a parent, you better get ready because this is a whole new ball game. They've even got more apps happening and more danger happening than middle school students. So be aware of that. Again, go to the App Store, go to the Play Store, download the Tom Stevens app. Just search under Tom Stevens. You will find it. And tune in next week when we do the deal with social media. That's it for today. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next time.